the more you unhide yourself, the more of your essence can naturally shine through. The more you unhide yourself, the more of your life can become a vibrational match to your essence. And the more you unhide yourself, the more of your mission and purpose can be channeled through you. Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast, the podcast for new ways of leading and doing business. No more separation between money, power and leadership and being a deeply spiritual human being. Seeing in the dark is about walking paths that have not been walked before and truly making a change in a world in which old ways are crumbling. My name is Nicole Nima Costeres, CEO of a multiple six-figure soul-based business and here to take you into the mysteries of purpose, power, intuition and soul-based leadership. May you embody your own unique essence so deeply that your vibration naturally teaches, inspires and assists others. Let's dive in. All right. I know that you know that there is an incredible gift in your essence, an incredible gift that you don't have to do anything for. It's a natural part of who you are, and it can come to full expression and to full radiance if you would simply stop hiding, stop hiding because you are doing an incredible disservice to the world by hiding all that beauty and power and gifts that reside in your essence. And that's what this episode is about. This episode is your invitation. It's your portal into no more hiding, no more hiding. Because why are we even hiding in the first place, right? I'm saying this now with all this clarity and all this (laughs) power and radiance, but I myself was Miss Universe in hiding. I was a queen of hiding. Like looking back in my life, I can see that I felt all this richness within myself. I felt the potential. I could feel there is so much that my essence wants to bring to the world. And even though at that time I couldn't really see yet how or what or what colors or shapes or forms, I knew there was something in my essence that wanted to come out more fully. But what I also knew was I was having all these scary ideas about what it meant to truly show myself. So when I look at my life, like maybe even like 10 years ago, I felt this richness within myself. I knew that there was something beautiful and big that wanted to come through. Yet I also felt this mismatch between the potential that I was feeling inside of myself and what I could see manifested in my life and around me. There was a mismatch in my relationships, in my friendships, like I could see that there was a gap between what was my reality and what was the reality from the people around me, between what was my current job, my current work, and the work that I felt that I wanted to do in my life. And that was my cue. I was hiding. I was hiding for three reasons. I was hiding because I was so scared of being rejected. I was so scared about what other people would think of me. 
I was scared of, will I be accepting myself when I come out fully? Yeah, so there was a certain safety that I found in hiding. There was a certain comfort that I could feel in the hiding. And in this episode, I want to share with you six important things to remember when you are done with hiding. Because I remember one of my teachers sharing with me that it is actually an egoistic to hide. Because your soul came to this world to bring forward this radiance of your essence, right? So you, the smaller you and the personality you, the you that is having all these worries and insecurities and doubts is getting in the way of that. And I'm saying that not in a way that you need to punish yourself for that. I'm saying that in the way that it is so welcomed and so needed for your essence to come out and be in the world as you are naturally. Yeah, because I believe that the new way of leading is through you embodying your essence so deeply that your vibration naturally becomes a transmission and a teaching for others. That through the embodiment of your essence, you become a walking transmission of what you are here to bring. And I see this so often also in the women that I work with, right? And it makes sense because it has been one of my biggest challenges. Unhiding has been one of my biggest, biggest journeys of my development. And so the women that come into my field, the women that come into my programs, in my mentorships, in my masterminds, tend to be women that find a certain comfort in hiding when actually they feel there is something deeper, something bigger than wants to come out and through. So it was also this week, for example, that I received from two of the women in my programs a message. And one of them said, I was preparing to share about my program for a while. And then this week I shared about it. I came out and I shared with so much excitement about this thing that I'm offering now and selling now. And one of the women said, the structure of how you set this up is not good. You cannot share this. This is not okay. And she literally got that lash out from her own friends saying that whatever she was creating now was not okay. And so she wrote me a message and she said, I'm finally coming out here with my gift. And then I'm getting that as a response. And she was feeling triggered and unsafe and scared and had the tendency to crawl back in hiding, right? And I know that you know that you probably have gone through a similar experience like that as well, that you finally find the courage to truly show yourself and to truly show who you are. And someone makes a nasty comment about it. Someone maybe looks in the wrong way or says something that hurts you, right? And this episode is your reminder to know that that is not a reason to keep hiding. Yeah. I was so scared. So many women I work with are so scared to come out. But what I discovered in my process of unhiding is that when you unhide yourself and negative feedback comes your way, that's your opportunity to ground even more in what you stand for and what you believe in. I also have one of my closest friends and she told me 
when I was going through like a very intense process of unhiding and feeling really scared of coming out with what I stand for and believe in, because let's be honest, some of the things I stand for and believe in can be quite triggering for society. So I have been having deep, deep processes around me standing up for the dark, for dark retreats, for serpents, for snakes, for kundalini energy, for sexuality, for death for spirits, for speaking about how we don't have to be scared for demons or negative entities and how we can work with them in a way that we stay centered and empowered, right? So there is so many topics that I feel passionate about that can be triggering for others. So my process of like, oh, what will others think of me has been so incredibly strong. But I remember what one of my friends, one of my dearest friends said, she said, If you have never had any negative feedback on your work or the thing that you believe in or stand for, you haven't been clear enough about it yet. You haven't been standing full enough for it yet. Because when you fully stand for what you believe in, there's always going to be people that like it and there's always going to be people that dislike it right? That's the beauty of this human experience. We all have our own unique things that we like, and we all have our own unique things that we dislike. And not only that, I often can see that when I stand up for something and I get beautiful, positive feedback, and I get that negative feedback as well, is that it's often also a voice within my own head that gets reflected literally by someone outside. Yeah, so I can see how often negative feedback that comes my way is a reflection of some of my own doubts, some of my own fears. So that person offering me that negative comment or that negative feedback or that lashing out words, it's an opportunity for me to meet the parts within myself that are still doubting myself. It's an opportunity for me to meet the parts within myself that are still not fully feeling safe or grounded in what I want to stand up for. Yeah. So in this episode, I want to share with you six things to remember when you feel the tendency to hide, when you feel the tendency to pull back and crawl into your cave instead of coming out with the greatness and the beauty of who you are. First thing to remember, when you feel that intuitive pull, like you want to write this post, you want to create this project, you want to speak about this new thing that you feel genuinely excited about, and then right before you're about to share that or about to do that, boom, fear kicks in, boom, doubt kicks in, boom, (laughs) overwhelm and the tendency to hide kicks in. Now, the first thing to remember when you feel the tendency to hide because you feel scared is to remember that fear and doubt is really, really normal in the process of unhiding yourself. Because when you live your normal daily life, we tend to hang out in the comfort zone, right? This is just who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is how I live my life. And I feel comfortable with it. But when we connect to our essence and to the vibration of our soul that wants to come forward more, and when we 
commit to following our intuitive impulses, to following our inner guidance, to following our true heart's desires, that's immediately where we're being stretched out of our comfort zone in what I call the stretching zone, right? The moment that you enter into the stretching zone is also where fear, doubt, and overwhelm gets triggered immediately. Why? Because you're leaving your familiar environment and you're stepping into a new environment. It's almost like the fish in the small pond gets access into a bigger pond and suddenly it feels like a bit unsafe because this new environment, I don't know if I'm safe here. If there's predators that are going to attack me, I need some adjustment time to get used to the temperature of these new waters, of the new like size of the waves, right? So The first thing to remember when you are done hiding and you enter into that next level of unhiding yourself is it is so normal for you to feel fear, doubt, or overwhelm when you're going to unhide yourself, right? Because unhiding yourself is one of the most vulnerable, vulnerable things you can do. Because when you unhide yourself, you show a part of you and your true essence. And when people make a comment about that or lash out towards that, it hurts, right? But never let that be a reason to keep hiding. Because I notice the more I unhide myself and the more positive or negative comments I get about that, the more it strengthens me and brings me confidence in who I am and what I'm here to bring. And so I noticed then the next time when someone makes a negative comment, maybe the amount of time that I feel triggered is much shorter. Or maybe the amount of time that my body locks and feels contracted is much shorter. Or the way I move myself out of the trigger goes much easier, right? So instead of seeing negative feedback or rejection or unsafety of what others might think, The more you can see that as an opportunity for growth, the easier it will be to meet that. The more you can see that as actually a good sign, because finally you took a clear enough of a stand that people can actually say, I agree, or I don't agree. That is actually an amazing thing, right? So it is normal in the process of unhiding to feel uncomfortable. So one of the things, one of the biggest gifts that you can give yourself in the process of unhiding, and that's number two of what to remember, is to teach your body to become comfortable with discomfort. One of my biggest, biggest things to learn myself over the last few years, but also one of the things that I'm teaching in most, if not all of my programs, mentorships, mastermind, learn to become comfortable with discomfort is one of the biggest gifts you can give yourself. Because once you have learned to become comfortable with discomfort, you can face anything and you can be truly okay within yourself, no matter what kind of shit storm goes out, goes on outside of yourself. All right. So teach your body how to become comfortable with discomfort is the second one. Now, one thing that is really, really important to give an example, and this is the third reminder in the process of unhiding yourself. When I started to make more money, 
I started to have a lot of people that were cheering me on, that were happy for me, that were celebrating me, that were feeling inspired by me. But there were also people that were making nasty comments, like, it's ridiculous the amount of money that you're making. This is not okay. You should be ashamed of yourself. You have a spiritual job. Who are you to ask these amounts of money or to make these amounts of money? And so on. Yeah. In those moments, I could feel the tendency, and I can see this happen so often, the tendency to crawl back into hiding. And again, to like change my offers back to the old prices, back to the old structures, and to crawl back into my hiding cave, so to speak. Yeah, because I don't want to get hurt. What I quickly saw and recognized is that the tendency to crawl back into the cave or the actual crawling back into the cave in the long term hurts so much more than fully staying open receive those negative comments and holding your ground and keep sharing your essence and your beauty anyway, right? Because the pain of me hiding and the pain of crawling back in my cave because I'm scared to get hurt became unbearable for me at some point. It became unbearable. And so it was the pain of hiding that became bigger than the fear of being hurt by being visible. Yeah, so don't let your fear of negativity or your fear of rejection or your fear of what others will think, your fear because it's scary to show yourself and, oh, it's so vulnerable. Don't let that fear be a reason to crawl back in the cave. Don't let the fear be a reason to crawl back into hiding because hiding is more painful than being out than being out there, whatever out there means for you, than being out there and maybe receiving a negative comment every now and then. Believe me, because <laughs> it's so much better for your essence to be fully embodied and fully here, because it's also then that life can meet you with the matching vibrations of people, with the matching vibrations of lifestyle, with the matching vibrations of adventures and situations in your life. Right. So the more you unhide yourself, the more life can truly meet you with your core frequency, the more life can truly match you at your core frequency. So you might go like, yes, beautiful. I would actually love to unhide myself. But when I do so and I get that comment, I contract so much that my body literally goes into a freeze. One of my women in one of my programs wrote me and she said, I would love to unhide myself more, but my body just locks and freezes and I don't know how to get myself out of this freeze. And this sometimes happens, right? Like I shared at the beginning, there's the comfort zone and the moment where your soul invites you into your next expansion, you enter into the stretching zone. And into the stretching zone, it feels uncomfortable, but you can still feel your feet on the ground. You can still feel your breath going in and out. So there's fear, there's excitement, and you still feel your breath going in and out. But the moment where your nervous system gets such a shock that the body freezes, that's where you've entered your panic zone, right? So you have the comfort zone, the stretching zone, and the panic zone. In the panic zone, when your body enters, your nervous system enters, the panic zone is literally where your system locks and freezes, right? It's like a safety mechanism for the body. 
I recently had that actually about three weeks ago because I felt some new openings within myself and my body, although my spirit was feeling really relaxed and like, yes, let's do it. Here we go. My body felt really unsafe and it locked. And I didn't know at first what to do because it was such a strong lock that it didn't matter how much my spirit was feeling relaxed, my body was in a freeze. And I have this more often that my spirit goes much faster and my body is kind of trying to keep up because the spirit is faster in transformation, right? And you must have noticed that at some point in your life or multiple moments in your life when in your spirit or in your energy, a belief or a healing can happen instantly. But then the integration of that in the body goes much slower. The reason for that is because if we would compare it to different shapes of water, your spirit and your energy, you can compare to steam, right? And steam shifts shape quite easily. It's quite flexible, can take up different types of shapes, different types of forms, and it's quite easy to transform. The body, however, is more like ice, more like heavier, denser, because it's matter, it's form, right? So for the body or for ice to change form, it needs time. It needs time. It needs care. It takes time to create a different shape in ice. Yeah. So when I noticed my body went into a freeze, and this is the fourth reminder in the process of unhiding, if the body locks, freezes, or closes from overwhelm, find something to nourish yourself. So what I told one of the women in my program is, ask yourself what feels most nourishing for me right now, and see if there is anything that you can give yourself that literally soothes your system. So I like to do that through four ways of embodiment, breath, slow, deep breaths, movement, soft, watery-like, gentle movement, sound. It could be humming, singing, listening to calming music, so something around sound, and something connected to touch. So maybe self-massage, anything that can communicate to your body, it's okay. I got you. I know you feel unsafe right now, but it's okay. We got this. And taking a moment, and sometimes that moment might be a whole evening or a whole day, to help your body relax and feel safe in the situation right? Because we might have had some imprint during our younger years or teenage years or whatever years that when that moment when you showed yourself, it was so unsafe that freezing was the only solution in that moment, was the only way to survive that moment, right? So now at a later age, when you're in the process of unhiding and your body freezes, the body might need some time to learn a different habit in situations that feel unsafe. Yeah. Now, in my case, it was one or two weeks ago when my body went into a freeze for like a week, almost daily. And the breathing wasn't really helping. The sounding and the singing was helping a little bit, but not fully. 
What I did then, and that's something that you can try out if you recognize this freezing that the body can do, is to go into the bathtub and create yourself a magnesium bath. And if you don't have a bath, you can also create a foot bath. I sometimes put like up to half a kilo of magnesium in the bathtub and I just stay in there for at least an hour. And I just let my body soak in the magnesium. And what magnesium does is literally relaxes your muscles, right? So I was soaking in the bath and after an hour, I could feel my body go, ooh, and I breathe it out and it relaxed again. And now actually in that same situation, I feel that my body can stay relaxed, right? So sometimes the body needs some extra support because the spirit might be a hundred kilometers like over there in the front and the body is like, wait for me. (laughs) I'm still trying to catch up with you. So if the body locks or freezes, nourish yourself, stop whatever you are doing and take time to take care of your body until it finds that place of relaxation and ease again. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Fifth reminder in the process of unhiding yourself. If that inspiration, that intuitive inspired action that has been knocking on your door already for I don't know how many days, months or weeks, if that intuitive inspiration feels like too big of a step, take a smaller step, right? This is something that I so often share. I don't know if you know that image. There is this image like with this letter and this letter like has these really big steps. And then on the left, there is another letter and it has very small steps. And there's this little person standing next to it. And you can see that it's so much easier for this little person to climb the ladder of the small steps because the big steps make it actually almost impossible to climb the ladder. So what this image tells us is that if that step, if that action, if that inspired inspiration that is knocking on your door feels like too big of a step and it overwhelms you, it scares you or it freezes you, then ask yourself, what can I do right now to take a little step into that direction. So instead of launching that full project, maybe it's about today I will connect to this person because I know this person will probably have some good advice or some good tips on what to do next. I don't know. But what is the next small step that you can set into that direction? And what you do with making the step smaller you can stay much more easier in that stretching zone and not panic your system, right? Because when we take too big of a leap, too big of a step, which sometimes my soul can do, sometimes it like just dives in fully and then it's like, wow, my body is a bit overwhelmed. (laughs) But if we take smaller steps, it's easier for our body, more easeful for our nervous system to stay in that stretching zone and not panic our system. Then number six of a reminder in the process of unhiding is to remember that when rejection or negative comments or whatever feedback that is scary comes your way, it's actually an opportunity to stabilize more in who you are and what you believe in and what you stand for. 
It's an opportunity for growth. And life is not putting it there to hurt you. Life is putting it there to strengthen you. Life is putting it there to strengthen you so you can become that channel of the mission that wants to come through. Yes. And so the more you unhide yourself, the more life can become a vibrational match to that. The more you unhide yourself, the more of your mission can come and shine through fully and naturally. The more you unhide yourself, the more of your essence can become a natural teaching and inspiration to others. Yes. So one more time, all the six reminders in the process of unhiding yourself. One, it is normal that unhiding feels uncomfortable. It is normal. It's part of the process. Nobody that is unhiding themselves is feeling comfortable all the time, just so you know. Two, teach your body to become comfortable with discomfort because that's the biggest gift you can give yourself. Three, don't let any negative feedback or comment or fear of rejection be a reason to crawl back into the hiding. And that includes the fear of your own judgment and the fear of your own doubts, yeah? So it's doubts and fears from within and projected outwards, both. Number four, if the body locks or freezes, stop whatever you're doing. You just entered your panic zone and nourish your body, breath, sound, movement, touch, magnesium baths, until your body finds that place of ease again. Five, if the step of your inspiration feels too big, take a smaller step. It will actually help your body to stay in that stretching zone instead of panicking your system. And six, remember that every time when you unhide yourself and something challenging comes your way, it's an opportunity for growth. And life puts it there because it wants you to grow. Life puts it there because it wants you to be able to receive that and still be fine and still like be at some point even unaffected by it because life puts it there because life knows the deeper intelligence of life or God or the universe or the mystery, however you want to call it. It knows that the more you unhide yourself, the more of your essence can naturally shine through. The more you unhide yourself, the more of your life can become a vibrational match to your essence. And the more you unhide yourself, the more of your mission and purpose can be channeled through you. Much love. Did you receive any inspiration, motivation, or powerful breakthroughs by listening to this episode? Then please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories at nicole.nima.costeres. I would love to celebrate you, share you in my stories, and it would mean so much to have my work reach more powerful, passionate women like you. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you next week.